Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am thrilled to announce that I have Colorado wedding photographer, Carrie Joy Photography joining me today. So this is Carrie Joy. You don't have to call her Carrie Joy Photography. She's just Carrie, to me at least, right? Yeah, I mean, that's I hate what I've always called you. So I don't know. Maybe maybe the whole time you're like, you're supposed to be calling me Carrie Joy, Jeff. I don't know, right? You like, know, I tried my whole life to get people to call me Carrie Joy, and it has never, ever worked. But I still have it. I like it, Carrie <laughs> Joy. People call me Carrie. It's good. Okay. Well, see, I'm Jeff. I'm Jeffrey Dean. You know, like my middle name's Dean. So I, I had people call me Jeffrey Dean growing up. So, and I tried to break that. I was like, I don't like that. It sounds like so country <laughs> that, uh, you know, I don't know. I just, so I broke it and you're trying to go the other way, getting people to call you Carrie Joy. So yeah. it's, uh, but it's, it's a pretty name. It's a pretty name. But, you know, for my listeners, just so you can kind of understand what we're going to be talking about and chatting about today, um, Carrie is just this, amazing photographer that has this classic, joyful, authentic sort of light and vibrant style. And she really likes highlighting the experience that you have on your wedding day. And so why that matters and it's why it's exciting is because our topic that we're going to be focusing on just discussing today is getting ready, right? So like on your wedding day, you're going to have that getting ready portion and those photos can be incredibly meaningful. Now, that doesn't mean that they will be. Now, and what I mean by that is when you go to get ready, maybe you haven't really thought about how meaningful those photos can be. Maybe your photographer hasn't thought about how meaningful those photos can be. And so really our goal for today's topic is we want you to be able to walk away from this episode and feel like, you have a really solid idea of how you can make your getting ready time more meaningful and come away with heirloom um, photographs that will be meaningful for generations to come. So, you know, Carrie, uh, when you and I just started talking earlier today, it was like, you know, there's a lot of things we could talk about, but you are really passionate about this getting ready time. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the reasons that I love this getting ready time is because when you're looking through your photos, this is what sets the scene for the day. When you're looking through your gallery, this is the start of your story. So it starts by capturing these tiny moments and it really sets you up for the rest of the day. Because when you look through your photos, you want to be reminded of the emotion of that day. You want to be reminded of everything that was going on. So by starting with those little details, it's true triggering those memories that you have put all of that time and effort into. So whether it's um, your invitation, your colors, uh, special jewelry, maybe anything that's been handed down. So those are the details. So those will be a part of your photos. But there's so many other parts of the getting ready photos like you getting your hair and makeup, you with your bridesmaids, you getting into your dress with the help of your mom and bridesmaids. So there's all these really special moments and relationships and connections. But my favorite part of this is the anticipation of the wedding day, because when you look at your photos and you can remember the butterflies in your stomach before you walk down the aisle to see 
your husband or your wife, those portraits where maybe, cause I do groom portraits and I do bridal portraits. So we take time, we kind of take them away from everybody and we just kind of say, okay, think about what's about to happen. Think about your future together. And a lot of times it's just this really emotional, sweet moment that the spouse loves looking back on. And it's so special because like you said, these are heirloom photos. So you can look back on these from years to come, share them with your family and they can say, wow, what a legacy their marriage was. And this is where it all started. And the authentic love they had on their wedding day only grew from there. So to have that special quiet moment that sets up the rest of the day, I find is so special. My brides absolutely love this part of their gallery. That's where they spend a lot of time. And these are the photos that they share a lot of because it's triggering all of those emotional memories. So that's just one of the reasons I absolutely love this time of the day. Like you said, it's I think it's important to talk about it and to plan it out so that you can get these photos that are meaningful and make sure that there's time for it, that's nothing nothing is missed, that you're not rushing through your getting ready photos as well, but you can truly just relax and enjoy each moment and know that it's being photographed and captured beautifully. Absolutely. That was so amazingly put. And I, I, I know that you didn't like read that from a piece of paper, but the transparency and beauty of that statement was just like, it sounds like you could have rehearsed it like a million times, but <laughs> because it is it's so good. That was like, I, I'm blown away with the, the, your ability to really say that. And so like such a concise, like, wow, I'm just impressed. But, you know, for us, uh, and I say us, you know, my wife and I, Michelle, we, we noticed that a lot of, um, not our brides, but even talking to bridesmaids, one of the things that they would tell us that they felt like they didn't get much of was like bridal portraits, for example. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about like those getting ready bridal portraits. And yeah. so I've heard multiple times, uh, you know, gals that are like, I really wish I would have gotten more of these sort of getting ready bridal portraits. And that was something that I felt like I, I sort of missed out on. And so for you, I mean, do you take the time to really make sure you get a lot of those sort of bridal portraits during the getting ready or what's your, you know, sort of uh, approach to that. Yeah, I love that you brought up specifically the bridal portraits because there is a difference when maybe you're taking them outside and you're doing portraits later on of just the bride. There's this special moment right after she's gotten into her dress, she's getting her shoes on, she's getting her necklace on and earrings. So I actually put it in my timeline as 15 minutes where it's just me and the bride. And again, this is a really special time because this allows them to take a deep breath, get some water, make sure they have snacks, um, well fed all the important things we don't think about, but I do like to mention it. Yes. So they have this moment again, where they're just reflecting on the rest of the day and that they're about to say, I do to their future spouse. And so the importance of these portraits, I think is in the heirloom photography. Like I love looking at pictures of my mom and especially my grandma. My grandma had some amazing bridal portraits and oh, I think that's it's awesome. the coolest thing. I was actually named after my grandma. Um, and so she spells it different than me. And maybe that's why I tried to make it carry joy my whole life because I felt like it was a grandma name. Sorry, grandma. <laughs> um, you know, I love you. So, um, 
looking back at these portraits, it was just incredible just to see her beauty and her strength and knowing who she is today and that she still has all of those characteristics. But to just see this this um, this timeless frame was so special. And so for each of my brides, I just want to honor them on their wedding day so they can look back and, and truly see how beautiful they are, how beautiful I see them, how beautiful the rest of their family and definitely their spouse sees them. And I think that having these moments frozen in time are are truly heirlooms. And I do like doing these photos for the groom as well, whether it's my second shooter or myself, we'll take time. Um, these are like the GQ poses. That's what I always yeah. tell them. The brides love these poses. It's really a great portrait of the groom. And same thing, oftentimes it's, it's very emotional. So I think it's important to set aside time before you get into any other photos, what the timeline looks like, but make sure on my timeline, okay, you've gotten into your dress, your shoes, and your jewelry is on every everyone else is maybe just getting water cleaning up but it's you and me and just taking about 15 minutes for these portraits again I think they're really special and like you said sometimes it can be missed if you don't add it to the timeline then oftentimes you might get one or two and they might not be the best so taking yeah. time to get those quality photos that you absolutely love feel beautiful in and can't wait to share for years and years yes yes and I I I'm just curious in your experience, do you feel like those bridal portraits that are in that getting ready part of the day are very different than say like the bridal portraits that you get when you go outside? Do you feel like there's a big difference there? I do. I, I approach it in a more editorial way um, when I'm inside. So I'll have a specific, maybe a few poses that I know that my bride will look absolutely stunning in. And so these are typically maybe more softer moments where they're not looking just at the camera and smiling. I'll capture a few of those. Um, but it's really different than bridal portraits maybe outside and, and standing and again I think the biggest thing is that emotional excitement and that anticipation it's really built up and I feel like it just really translates there's just this it shows it, it shows. shows right mm -hmm. and absolutely that's that's and I want to ask that because that's what I feel like like there's this big difference between you know when a bride has just gotten into her dress you know her hair is all done her makeup's all done she's in her dress she's putting on her jewelry like there is a particular emotional almost untangible look there that shows in photos and you know for as wedding photographers that really want to capture something more than just pushing the button you know, we're looking for that type of stuff where it's like, how can we tell an overarching story that makes your gallery feel cohesive and incredibly meaningful so that the meaning is actually a lot more transcendent than just a single photo or even just, you know, two or three photos. It's your entire gallery. And I try to tell our couples, I'm like, look, especially during the pandemic, you know, like we had, we had a, a number of brides that once they could start having their weddings, they were kind of like, Oh, we don't know if we want to do like getting ready photos. And I'm like, I probably still would, even if, you know, maybe you're having a little bit smaller of a wedding now or something like that. Like I, I would still encourage them even then to do getting ready because it really does set sort of that tone, that anticipation at the beginning of the day that again, as you're looking through your gallery, 
the way you feel about your ceremony photos and the experience you have, like if you're looking through an album and you get to the ceremony or the reception, all that's been influenced even. And there's a layer of the experience you're having because you've went through the getting ready photos. So yeah. that to me is so important to be able to say, okay, let's, let's get these stunning bridal portraits. Same thing with the groom. Like I love being able to get some of the groom and you know, there's been photos that we've taken that I'm like, I'm so happy that we got this. And of course, the groom at the time, it's kind of not, it's not, don't get me wrong. Some grooms are more into <laughs> having their photo taken, but almost every groom, once they see their photo, they're like, oh, actually, I do look pretty cool. You know? So, yes, <laughs> exactly. I just like to remind them that this is probably the photo that their wife is going to use as the background. And normally they're into it at that point. I've got them. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like, okay, I'm sold. Yeah, I love exactly what you said. Uh, each, each picture and each frame is just building and telling their story and so um, I I get to know my couples very well beforehand so I know personality things that are important to them I know their story and so when I'm able to incorporate that into even just their detail shots the details they chose and why it's important and how I lay them out all of that is telling their story because that's actually something that I didn't get a ton of photos of on my wedding day that I'm kind of sad about because I put a lot of time and effort into um, a few very specific details and none of them got photographed mm -hmm. and um, I kept them in a little keepsake box, but they're getting old looking. They don't look cute anymore. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so being able to show to show my brides this part of the gallery from other weddings before their wedding day, I think helps get them excited too of envisioning what their wedding can look like, that it can look mm -hmm. editorial and like a magazine, but without losing that quality of their story and their emotional connection exactly. because both are so important to tie together. Yes, absolutely. And um, what are you, what's your advice to, to brides that, you know, maybe, and, and we see, you know, grooms too, that have details that they actually like photograph. And I know it's, mm -hmm. it's very uh, on the large scale. It's usually, you know, the bride's got her shoes and she's got the jewelry and, you know, the heirloom pieces and, and the invitation suite and that kind of stuff. But sometimes it could be the groom as well. Not always, but you know, there's, there's some variation here, but for you, what kind of tips do you give your couples when you're trying to help them make sure that they get those special, meaningful detail photos during that getting ready time just to help them be more organized or to help make those photos more meaningful? Yeah, absolutely. This is a great question because it's an important step to making sure that everything gets photographed and nothing gets missed. So I actually send out a guide to my couples three weeks before the wedding day that is all about getting ready photos because that's how much I love it. And yeah. so it has a specific list of everything that you might want photographed. Again, it's up to each couple of what's important to them because some grooms might have ties or special cufflinks. Uh, they want the boutonnieres photographed. So all of that is in a list. And I tell my couples the night before their wedding, put all of the details in one bag. That way, when I arrive on site to the getting ready location, the bride can keep doing her hair and makeup. Nobody has to get up and try to find and put all the pieces together, but it's just already in the bag. Um, and I also send another email out to my bride specifically the week before on ways to relax the night before the wedding. Cause I think it's really important to get a good night's sleep, yes. to pamper yourself, to take care of yourself, to drink a lot of water, to eat food. I say that 
that because I made these mistakes. So they're important to me because <laughs> so you know. they, I know, yeah, they, they just make your day more enjoyable. So if you can start with having a relaxing evening the night before and putting all of those details together in one bag, make sure maybe your bridesmaid and your mom also knows where that bag is. So when I come into the getting room after I say hi to the bride, um, I'll find that bag and start putting those details together. So that's the easiest way. Get it all together in one place, keep it organized, and then you can just keep enjoying the morning of as well, getting ready. Awesome. Very, very good tips. Um, and I'm curious, I, I obviously have some thoughts on this, but I'm curious for you, do you, um, and we get this question, actually, we get some couples that ask us this, or even planners will ask us this. Um, do you like to have some florals at the getting ready versus yeah. just having them say at the venue? Yeah, this is a great question. So I think incorporating the florals into the getting ready photos are really special. And when I'm talking about getting ready photos, I'm really talking about photographing the details. Mm -hmm. So you might hear some photographers say the flat lay or the lay flat. This is just where they take all of your beautiful details and they design them in a way that when it's photographed, you can see all of your beautiful photos in one place. So having the florals oftentimes ties everything together because again, you're choosing your florals because they're special to you and because they work with the theme of the wedding, everything you have going on. And they truly just add another level of, of romance truly to the photos. Even if I'm, I'm, it might sound silly to talk about shoes and romance, but on your wedding day, it really does translate very well to have the florals that you love a part of your photos. It takes it to a whole nother level. It makes it look that higher end, that editorial feel. So if it's something that typically your florist, you can just ask them, hey, do you have a few loose stems that you can give to my photographer? A lot of times they have a ton of loose stems and they don't mind because they know they're going to be photographed. So typically I'll actually email the florist a week before and see if they have some of those loose stems just so I can make sure I incorporate as much of the couple's vision into the photos as possible yes yes so that's exactly the same for us it's and 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 being able to have like okay instead of just things that are you know the rings um you know sometimes there's like a handkerchief or you know those are nice things to have in a, in a lay flat or a flat lay but when you've got some organic pieces like greenery or i even love being able to have a boutonniere Mm -hmm. in those photos so you know we like to say hey yeah if let's get some if we can get some loose stuff from your florals and maybe even like a boutonniere i just think that those photos are just so stunning because it kind of sums up so much about your wedding day and your identity in just a single picture because mm -hmm. we tell people like look include include heirloom stuff you know like we had one bride that she included I think it was a like China uh, teacup and saucer. Wow. That was her grandmother's. It was either her grandmother's or great grandmother's. Right. And then they also, they had like this sort of like, um, I think it was like African animal pieces that they used in the deck. It was really cool. It's wow. hard to explain without showing you it, but it was, they had like these little um, golden like jaguar, I don't know if it was a jaguar or a cheetah or something in like these golden giraffes. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, that's cool. You know, and there was a reason I'm trying to remember the reasoning for that, but there was some meaning behind it, you know? And so like we included that stuff in the photo. And so there's all this stuff that had meaning and it went a lot deeper than just stuff. It wasn't just stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And so it's like that photo though, especially in the context of a gallery becomes so, so meaningful mm -hmm. to our couple. So that's something that I, I encourage, you know, if you're listening now and you're kind of like, wow, I didn't really realize how much could go into just getting ready. You know, again, you don't overwhelm yourself about, about all these things, but you know, it's worth, if you don't have a photographer, you know, have those sorts of conversations with photographers as you're looking to book your photographer. If you already have a photographer, maybe consider having that conversation with them now about how to sort of max out and get the most heirloom quality photos during that getting ready time. Now, another thing that I have found that a lot of couples uh, or a lot of brides or at least I'll say brides, but also like brides, uh, the mother of the bride, the zipping up or buttoning up of the dress. Do you yeah. feel like a lot of, again, either brides or mother of the brides still care deeply about this moment? Because I think it's been one of those moments like you know, almost like maybe not quite as uh, popular and, and sought after, but, you know, mm -hmm. like the coming down the aisle shot, right? Like right. that's just one of those wedding shots. It's like, will it ever go away? I don't think so. Um, how do you feel about like with your couples in that sort of like zipping up of the, of the dress um, that, that what do you, what do you think about that moment? Yeah, this is a really important moment to so many of my couples. And so I, when we're going over the timeline, I specifically ask who, who will be sipping you into your dress. And sometimes they haven't thought about it yet. And I have had a couple of brides after come to me and say, thank you so much for thinking to capture that moment because it's something I didn't think of. And yes. looking back at those photos and seeing my mom look at me, getting me into my wedding dress, is the most meaningful photo. It's the one they share on Mother's Day. It's the one they share on birthdays. It's all over social media. But those moments are really special because um, I only have a one-year-old son right now, but I can personally imagine zipping my own daughter into her wedding dress and how special that is yes. because I have photos of my mom zipping me into my yeah. wedding dress. And it's just one of those really special moments of the person who raised you, the person who's really close to you, just having that sweet moment to get you ready. It's part of that anticipation because it's telling the story again, like I said, because your relationship and your marriage includes the relationships and the people around you. So oftentimes your family has been a part of it. They've witnessed you growing. They've witnessed you maybe have some immature moments, some mature moments, some proud moments, but they've just been a there mix. through, yeah. through it mixture. all. Yeah. And they love you. They're still there. <laughs> That's my parents. Shout it to my mom and dad. And so having having these photos i think is so special because again it just shows that support and that love that they have not only for you as a person but for your marriage it's important yeah. to have that community that says not only do i support you but i'm going to encourage you i'm going to help strengthen your marriage as much as possible and so even though when you think about those photos you might not think that that's what's being conveyed when you look back years from now those are the memories that i have and those are the memories that my bride has had of having their mom or their grandma or both their mom and grandma zipping them into the wedding yeah. dress it's a really special moment and this is another tip please make sure that your mom or your grandma whoever is getting you into the dress 
has her hair and makeup done and her dress on before yes. she zips you in. Cause she's going to love these photos so much more if yes. she's dressed that she's not in her shorts or sweats right. or whatever it is. So that's just another quick tip. Again, I put on my timeline, everyone gets into their dress before the bride. So the moms, the bridesmaids, everybody's in their dresses and then they help the bride get into her dress. Yes. Yeah. And this is one of those moments where, you know, moms probably held it together or, or, and it's not always moms, you know, it's like, some of our brides said that maybe their mom has passed away or, you know, there can be various situations, but usually there's that one person that's really, really, really close to the bride. Mm -hmm. And so whoever it is, we see that usually as a very emotional moment. And it's also one of those moments that I think a lot of couples are really brides, you know, they would say, yeah, I want that but it's so easy for them to be in the hustle of the day and they just go get their dress on and they're zipped up and then they're off to the next thing. Mm -hmm. And what we've seen is when we are like, Hey, let's just slow this down, you know, and, and we get some really good pictures of, of that moment. And then also like, you know, if the bride and her mom, even just taking a moment to look at each other, we, mm -hmm. we see at that point, mom usually starts breaking down. Right, yeah, <laughs> like mom breaks yeah. down, cries, and or you see the the connection, if nothing else. Mm -hmm. And but we see that even with sometimes, like there's a bridesmaid, maybe that's kind of helping out, or yeah. or maybe there's a sister that is a bridesmaid, and so we yeah. we see tears during these moments. Which, again, these things can just be so meaningful because there's so meaning, so much meaning wrapped up in it. Yeah. But again, like you were saying, like this isn't just a zipping up of the dress. This is like the person that has been so close to you that is sort of like preparing you for this huge life step. And so there's so much that goes into that moment besides just, you know, buttoning up a few last buttons or zipping up the dress or something like that. So, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll photograph that moment. And then we're usually like, Hey, can we just get a couple of pictures of you looking in the camera? Yeah. And we found that, that, Usually our brides and their mothers especially will love that. Even though we're going to get photos of them together later, for yes. some reason, those are still so meaningful. And we, we've learned over the years that it's like the more of those sort of like stop and just like intentional photos that we get along the way, it doesn't have to be all the time, but a few of those here and there, those often become favorites. Mm -hmm. And so we love getting the candidates when that's what we focus on. But over the years, we've kind of incorporated some of the like, okay, hey, could you all just look in the camera real quick? And we found it's it's so funny. Even couples that are like, oh, we, we just really want candidates. They almost always still really gravitate to those where it was, you know, not stiff and posed, but those photos where they are looking into the camera and, and it's, you know, it's not like a super post photo or anything, but they have that photo where they're, it's almost still more of a formal. Uh, it's so funny because I think like over the last 10 years, everybody's like candid, candid, candid. And I love candids. We consider ourselves photojournalistic, but I think having that um, almost like that uh, return to um, formally planning out some things, which again, mm -hmm. the zipping of the, of the dress, like, yeah, it's, it's a candid moment, but if you, if you don't sort of plan on this stuff, the likelihood that you could miss it, just like details and all these other things we're talking about, if there's not some level of formal planning there, the odds that you're going to get these types of photographs drop significantly, if not become zero. So um, 
other thing I was going to ask you about is do a lot of your, uh, do a lot of your, your brides do like a, a first look with their bridesmaid. I've been seeing this happen more and more. I was just, just curious. Yeah. You know, it's actually split 50, 50. And I think it's mm-hmm. something that I'm going to be asking more of my brides of because it might not be something that they've thought of. So um, actually all throughout the COVID season and my weddings coming out, all of them have done first looks with their bridesmaids. So yeah. there's two special things about this. One of the first special things is kind of going back to um, getting into your wedding dress. It's way more private. So it's just the mom and the bride alone in a room. And that's really special. And then it that anticipation, that bubbling is coming. And then you get to do a first look with your bridesmaids. And I think that's just a really fun, special moment because, I mean, these are your girls. They've been with you. And so just to have the anticipation building up and to have that sweet moment, oftentimes there's tears running to hug the bride. So those are just really sweet photos that I love having as well. It doesn't take a lot of time to set up, but just like you said, having these moments that are actually planned out, um, is it looks less posed and it allows time to make sure that those things don't get missed because I like to say I'm like a posed candid. So I will allow something to happen and make sure that there's time for it and then Mm -hmm. let everything happen naturally within that moment. So I think that that is what I've seen over the years. That's how I can best serve my couples to make sure that their wedding day is getting conveyed accurately. So for me, setting aside these moments to make sure that they're not getting missed has been just a game changer for my couples, how they receive their galleries, how they feel when they look through it. So having that first look with their bridesmaids is just another layer of the stories, the relationship that the bride has between each bridesmaid because later, again, we'll do photos with her and the bridesmaids, but these are just a little bit different and they're just, they're just really special. I agree 100%. And we've seen, you know, the bridesmaids cry. We've mm-hmm. seen, I mean, just so much emotion can be packed again into that sort of like, um, again, it's not a contrived moment, but an intentional moment. Yeah. Intentional. I like that. I think that's the way I would, I would think of it as like okay we know that she's about to come out and there's some anticipation there Mm -hmm. and I've just again I I try to tell people I don't have much of a preference you know you have to do what you would like to do but I've seen many beautiful moments between a bride and her bridesmaids Mm -hmm. in that moment where it's like you know she walks through the door from the room where she was just getting her dress on and the bridesmaids just see her it's like you know again these are her gals right there's probably a lot of history there so I just think that, again, that that's such a special moment. Now, another thing that I find a lot during a wedding day is that, you know, getting ready can sometimes feel like a mad dash, (laughs) right? Yep. (laughs) Like, you know, because you want to be on time for the ceremony. And, you know, a lot of times brides kind of have like a, they got an idea of the timeline, but. And I will tell you, like, you maybe experience this. Planners, a lot of times, they build in buffer time, right? Yeah. Like, they may say you need to be here at, at four, but you've got like an hour of buffer time. So if you're not right there at four, it's going to be all right. So a lot of yeah. times, with and, and it's best to have these conversations with your photographer before your wedding day, right? For sure. But what tips do you have for, for, uh, couples? And, and again, this is mainly a thing that we see happen with brides. Um, the guys, you know, a lot of times are kind of like, uh, you know, like 
whatever. Yeah. But what tips would you have for, again, making sure that you've got enough time for all these meaningful photos that we've talked about yeah. while also remaining like, like keeping that composure that's going to help our, our couples enjoy their wedding day and have ultimately even more meaningful photos. Absolutely. So the advice that I give to my bride specifically for getting ready photos is they've normally done their hair and makeup trial. And so they have a time frame of how long it took. And I tell them to add 90 minutes to that. And the reason why is some brides feel like, well, that's kind of a lot of time. Am I going to be sitting around doing nothing? Nope. You will definitely have something to do. So what I love about it is you can either be relaxing. A lot of times you're hanging out with your girls. And so you just want to chat and you want to hang out. And a lot of times people don't actually incorporate that into the timeline. And so then it can feel a little bit more rushed and you just lose that connection with your people. So all, mm -hmm. all of your girls are with you getting ready. So to know that we have so much time, we have snacks coming, maybe you have some sandwiches coming. Um, you have plenty of time for your hair and makeup and you know that you have a touch up kit nearby. This is going to be so relaxing and so much more enjoyable because I've yes. seen the opposite. Um, you know, when I, when I was very new to the game, it was my first wedding season and I was just doing a lot by trial and error and I didn't recommend having extra getting ready time. And so it just kind of broke my heart a little bit to see my brides getting really stressed out because they couldn't really focus on the day. They're just worried, is my hair getting ready in time? Are the girls ready? Is my mom ready? Is everyone happy? So this extra time really allows you to enjoy the day. And that's the most important thing because that will translate into photos. So if you're a little bit stressed out, like, you know, you're stressed out smile. So if you're taking a photo and you're like, I'm trying not to be stressed out, you can even hear it in my voice right now. Like everyone's going to know, oh, maybe you weren't quite as relaxed, but if you know that you have all the time in the world, then you can just enjoy the moment. And this also falls back on your photographer. You need to make sure that you are having these conversations with your photographer and that they know that there's buffer time, always allowing buffer timeline if they're making your timeline or helping you with your timeline. And they can expertly make up for lost time. If things go behind, they typically mm -hmm. do. And it's really just the timeline is just a suggestion. And so if things don't go on time with a the timeline, then no one should be stressed out or worried because everyone knows we still have plenty of time. We can still get every single one of those important yep. shots. So I think that getting ready and having that buffer time, again, it's going to set your whole day up because if you start the morning stressed out, like you can even start to get a little headache, like a tension headache and a stress yes. headache. And that's the last thing you want on your wedding day. You just want to mm -hmm. relax and enjoy so making sure that you also have um, either your planner, your maid of honor, your mom, things like that, who are going to help you be just in charge of the timeline and things around you. So you don't have to focus on it is right. the most important thing. You should never know what time it is. You should only be listening to music and drinking champagne or whatever you want right. to do in the morning to relax. Right. right. Yeah, it's important. And, and we've seen, you know, a lot of times it's easy for the bride to get pushed into this, you're needed zone. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's kind of two zones that you can be in. There's the I'm lounging and enjoying, but with direction because I'm getting ready to get married. Yeah. There's a lot of excitement there, anticipation. You're feeling beautiful. Like there is such a good experience in that. The other zone though is it's, 
you're needed. You, you need to hurry up. You need to think about the timeline. People are asking you questions. And we, we see these two zones, right? Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times the guys just have it down, right? They've got their bourbon. They've yeah. got their, uh, the last uh, wedding we photographed this past weekend, the, uh, I walked into the, uh, with the guys and they had, had like these gourmet, like sliders, you know, like the miniature Ooh. hamburgers and, and they had like cheeseburger, bacon, cheeseburger, you know, mm-hmm. like, and they're like, Hey, you want some? And I'm like, you know, I was like, Oh, these are probably just like regular hamburgers. And I tasted them. I was like, these are like legit. Some of the best hamburgers I've ever had, like grilled, oh, like catered, you know? So sometimes I'm like, I really wish the brides, you know, <laughs> like put yeah. more thought into like, you know, you, you've got more to do. As a bride, you've got mm-hmm. more to do typically, for sure. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you can't still plan to make it more of a lounging experience where you're soaking it in, you're feeling beautiful, yeah. you have someone else that is taking care of the questions, which, yes. you know, that's the beauty of having a planner is instead of, instead of the 50 questions that someone's coming up with on the, the morning of, you don't get those questions. You know, at the very mm-hmm. least, you should have someone that's designated to handle those sorts of things. But it's real easy to go from the zone of lounge and enjoy and soak, which like you said, carries over, carries Mm -hmm. over to your ceremony, carries over into your reception, right? Like how you feel during getting ready affects everything. And it's easy to switch from zone one into zone two where Mm -hmm. I'm needed. I need to think about the timeline. I I need, 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 need this. And people are asking me questions and now you feel like you're in a rush and then you feel like you're behind. And truth be told, Carrie, how many, what, what percentage of weddings do you think get behind the timeline? Um, every single one of them. Yes. And it doesn't ever affect, like everything gets photographed, everything gets done. And you can't even tell in photos that you're behind on the timeline. So every wedding is typically not on time. <laughs> yeah, right. But that's, I, I, again, it's a guideline. <laughs> yes, it's a it's a guideline. And I mean, even our most type A brides that, you know, they are time masters. Yeah. Those, uh, I think I've only had one wedding ever that I can recall that was like on time. Mm-hmm. Ever. Yeah. And that's okay. You know, exactly. it's like, usually your guests aren't too concerned. It's not that big a deal. Um, so the lesson there is like, enjoy that time enjoy that getting ready get those get those photos that you want like be able to lounge and soak and you know and guess what as you're doing that your photographer is getting these awesome candidates of your you hanging out with your bridesmaid your bridesmaid so you know that that's just something that i've felt very convicted to try to help our couples with is like really enjoy that time and um you know what get food and feed your photographer Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be selfish there. There uh, but you go. You I get, have here, Margaret Olivars. <laughs> yeah, here's. I'm convinced. If you if you make sure there's always water and food around, you will get much better photos. I'm very convinced of that. Like, yes, your, your photographer's probably gonna bring snacks and water and stuff like like they're gonna have their granola bar. But if you treat your photographer really nicely when they get there and you say, hey, we've got extra food and here's a water bottle, mm-hmm. almost guarantee you that your photos will probably be better throughout the day. So just a little this, insider tip for all our listeners. Yes, I love that. And I have to say, mm-hmm. I'm so blessed by my couples. Like they have a seated 
like place for me at dinner. They give me my name tag and all of this stuff and they give me snacks and whatnot. It was great. Like two summers ago when I was photographing weddings pregnant, I just felt like I was getting pampered. (laughs) I was like, this is wonderful. And then the next summer when I wasn't pregnant, I was like, just back to normal. But food and snacks, definitely your photographer, your videographers, the people around will, will appreciate it because kind of going back to like you said with with the bride a lot of times we think about weddings and a lot of people are like it's all about the bride and then some people are coming in and be like no it's about the couple and the marriage and it's about both but I think that really to to honor our brides getting married on their wedding day the people around them can do a lot to support them to make sure that questions are getting answered that the bride doesn't need to answer all of them that she's getting fed and she's getting taken care of because this is something that I've seen at some weddings where um, it just kind of feels like the bride is scurrying around, trying to get everything done, trying to take care of everybody else. And yep. there's a big difference when you surround yourself with people who are there to take care of you. I actually have a, a blog post that is, don't ask anybody to be in your wedding party until you read this. And it's specifically about the kind of people that you want in your wedding party on your wedding day. Should you have 10? Should you have 17? Should you have three? All of those questions get answered there because it goes back to that getting ready part of the day. Like those are the people around you. Yes. And you want to make sure that those are the people who are supporting you, who care for you and who aren't more concerned with themselves the day of, but they're more concerned with making sure the bride's taken care of. So that's another, that's a whole nother topic, but it is related to getting ready photos in the sense of having that morning that goes smoothly, that you can really rest and relax and be pampered. Yes, absolutely. And I'll, I'll make sure to link to that article in the, uh, the description and on, uh, you know, if you're listening on Spotify or somewhere, you know, like iTunes, you'll see that in the show description. But if you're on our website at jeffandmichellephoto.com, then you'll see that in the, uh, it's sort of in like the bio or the, this, the text section. So we'll be sure to link to that because that sounds like an awesome resource to have there. Cause <laughs> yes. you know, I think that there is, uh, who you include around you on that day can be very, very important. And whether it's yeah. your bridesmaids or even your vendors, you know, yes. I think that sometimes, um, and this especially can happen when brides have sort of uh, piecemealed their vendors together, you know, and they haven't really picked vendors that typically work together. There's yeah. a lot of stuff that can happen. And look, I'm not saying that, you know, you can't have a vendor that plays nicely with everybody, but mm-hmm. sometimes you can have issues with that. Sometimes there's right. photographers, videographers that never work together. And, mm-hmm. you know, the videographer or the photographer, they get in each other's way. And so I think that there's a lot to be said about cultivating and curating the right team. Mm-hmm. And even if you're, you've got decent people that work together, if you have people that really prefer to work together and you've had a team of people that they work together regularly, there's just, there's just much less communication. It's kind of, it kind of becomes more like the much less needed communication, I should say, because it's kind of yeah. like that drive, you know, that you've made a hundred times, you know, for your vendors, yes. they've worked together so many times and they're just used to each other. It's like, it's that drive that you get there and you're like, I don't even remember driving, you know, like, have you yes. done this Carrie? You know what I'm saying? You're like, yeah, it's like absolutely. you do the, the drive. How did I even get here? Cause I don't remember driving. <laughs> yes. Um, so that I'll be sure to link to that though. Cause that's a, that, that would be a great thing. And, and just another tip, you know, like I'm not saying that everyone needs a wedding planner, but again, a lot of the team building that goes on, you know, that is a, in the question answering, 
you know, and, and mm -hmm. taking the stress off of you, a really solid planner can help with all those things. And so, yeah. you know, not all of our couples always have planners, but what we found is when there's a planner, there's usually a lot more direction and mm -hmm. there's a lot more ability for our couples to be able to sort of just soak in versus run around trying to figure everything out for themselves. So, yeah. um, Carrie, I, this has been awesome being able to go over this stuff with you. I feel like we've gotten to cover so much good detail that I think, you know, your couples, my couples, and just anyone listening will be able to, will, will be able to take and improve those photos that will last them a lifetime. So is there anything else that you wanted to add? No pressure. If not, I just, you've just been such a wealth of information. I'm like, Gosh, if you have anything else to add, you go oh, for it. Oh, man. Okay, this is not a deep tip. It's just a tip that I have for the ladies, um, and it's get the high heels. And you can get flats for later. But so many of my brides have been back and forth on, you know, I love these beautiful high heels, but there's no way I can wear them all day. But I want them photographed. I want them in my photos, and they're so beautiful but I don't know if I should get them because I can't wear them all day. You can totally have yes. two different kinds of shoes. A lot of my brides will do that. And so you get the getting ready ones. You, you can do your first look. You can show your future husband, your awesome high heels. And they're great for date nights later. Let me tell you, after you're married, <laughs> you put on those wedding shoes and your husband's like, oh, it's date night. So <laughs> that's just a side tip. Get the high <sighs> heels. You can have another pair of shoes. It's more comfortable to go as well. And I think it, it just adds a beautiful elegance to your style. It adds and elevates your photos. So if you're torn between, should I get the shoes that aren't super practical for all day? You don't have to choose. You can get both. Awesome tip. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome miscellaneous tip. One yeah. other, I, I'm going to throw in one miscellaneous tip that I thought of as well is, um, again, if you like your details or you would like your details to be photographed and you would like your rings to be photographed, make mm -hmm. sure both rings are present. Yes. <laughs> Preferably during getting ready. Yes. And then sort of attached to that, you should have a detail assigned person that is responsible for, remember that bag of details that we have gathered that, you know, Carrie, you talked about that earlier. Um, have someone that's actually in charge of that bag of details, yeah. right? So that way, when your photographer shows up, they don't have to go asking you, hey, where's your details at? There's an assigned person that's going to handle gathering that stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I think a, a sort of, it, I could see this being maybe an attached question is like, well, what should I even include in those details? And of course, we've talked in depth about a number of things, but I also have an article about what to include in your wedding day flat lay. So I'll link to that in the uh, in the description as well. So if any of our listeners are kind of like curious a little bit more about what could I include in my flat lays um, for my photographer to photograph, I'll link to that and uh, you'll be able to see some photos, if, uh, photo examples as well. So this has been great, Carrie. Thank you so much for spending some time with me here. And um, I want to tell everybody how they can find you. So tell everybody how they can find, uh, whether it be website, Instagram, however you like people to be able to connect with you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the easiest way to connect on Instagram, um, you can find me Carrie Joy Cushel. So it's K-A-R-I Joy and then Cushel. But I think that can be, you'll see my name on the show notes. So Cushel is yeah. a German name if you can't spell it. And then my <laughs> photography website is uh, CarrieJoyPhotography.com. So if you're in Colorado and you're looking for some photos, Colorado is just an epic place. There's so many beautiful outdoor locations. Most of my brides choose an outdoor location, um, even if they get married in a Catholic church 
church, they'll have everything else be outside. There's yeah. so many epic locations here. So if you are looking for a destination wedding, Colorado is a great place too. Absolutely. And you've got mountains and stuff. So that's cool. So many mountains. Yep. The yeah. Rocky Mountains. <laughs> it's a good choice. It's a good choice. I keep saying whenever we uh, move to somewhere warmer, we're going to vacation in color. Like, like, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go to Colorado for vacation that's until that's then good. it's always like, oh, I just want to go somewhere super hot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like the beach, you know, so yeah. I can see man of wars, like, you know, and, yeah. and jellyfish and all kinds of fun <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but Carrie, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure. And uh, again, thank you for listening to our listeners. We are very grateful that you tune in to the show. And we, again, we just hope that it's been a blessing and a benefit to you. And we hope that you continue to join join in, please feel free to subscribe and leave a good five-star rating. We love that. And uh, until next time, we hope this has been super helpful. And I look forward to being able to share more tips with you to help improve your wedding day experience. Bye for now.